This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the UF Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? We love a Sunday special. Love, love, love a Sunday special. We have a male listener writing in. You're going to get inside the male brain that's not just mine. Yeah. These emails. It's a different kind of male brain than yours. Yeah. I think. I agree. I think these emails just tell you so much about people. Like we, you know, just you, you get a little window into the real thoughts because when people write in here and you guys can write in too, UUP at Betches.com. Or a voicemail. We love a voicemail. voicemail. We haven't gotten a voicemail in a bit. I feel like we forget to talk about the phone number. We don't push. What's the number? It's um... 1-800-I-GOT-PROBS. We've got it all memorized. Right? It's like, <laughs> hang on. I had it memorized at one point, but it's it's escaping me now. Oh, 212-589-8903. Okay. 212-589-8903. Yes. So Love if it. you've got a, an issue and you're more of a talker and less of an emailer, yeah. uh, leave us a voicemail. I like them. You get a little, you get some tone. I love a tone. It's nice. Love it. Yeah. And it, it, it is. Watch your tone. Watch your tone. <laughs> I don't like, that's, that's like a, like a library and. Oh, my mom used to say that to us. Watch, watch your, your tone. tone. When we would like raise our Ooh. voice in her. How you said, I, I, Watch I mean, your I'll, tone. I'll probably be one of those yeah. parents too. Yeah. Now that I think about it. We're not like, don't get too like. Yeah. The way you're saying that, I don't like it. Right. Yeah. I could feel the tone. I agree. Yeah. Sometimes the tone needs to be adjusted. <laughs> Got to adjust that tone. Yeah. So listen, if you're listening right now, these are the episodes to share. I like saying that but I want to make sure we encourage that. Bite-sized. Bite-sized episode. We get fun into size, the, as they call Fun them. size, that's right. Fun-sized, yeah. just explosion of you up in your mouth. Okay. We you up all over your face with these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired! Did I just say it was a bite size? Yeah. yeah. These lights are getting to us. They're beating, they're, they're beating down on us. Hot! The it's weather changed. I turned crazy. I worked out outside yesterday. And you, do you feel excited for the summer? I'm. I don't know. I, you know. I thought about that the other day. My. You know. I talked to my brother. We're trying to figure out like maybe go somewhere. And I was like, Oh my god, summer's coming. It's almost here. I don't know if I'm ready for such a thing. I don't know. Like there was an excitement in me to be a single summer guy. Yeah. And now I'm like, I'm gonna do the same thing again. I don't know. I. I well, Same like year, old thing. You know, well, I, I feel like I've done it already. I need a, a relationship summer. Yeah. I mean, they say like uh, the years feel shorter, right? It was just summer. Now it's summer again. Right. Because we've had more of them, more what, years. What's Each the line? I think we've done this before on this podcast. Yeah. The years keep coming. They keep and on they coming. They don't stop coming. Don't stop coming. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have planned this summer? Do you have like a plan? Do you have a thing? I'm trying to plan a, a trip to Europe in August. Europe. I haven't done that yet. I don't know where. Well, European Jared yes. is you're, there. You're going to have to tell me. what I'm, I, gonna, I'm looking for more of like a beach a beach spot. Yeah. Probably than, than Copenhagen. 
But um, I can give you some suggestions for fra. Yeah, he loved it there. <laughs> Saint Tropez. <laughs> Fuck the French. Don't go there. Okay. And that's the anti-French tourism board. That's right. No, <laughs> I'm. I, that was too strong. Maybe don't cut that out. I am who I am. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. You're think, more of a Northern Europe kind of guy. That's right. <laughs> Cold weather Europe. So I'm growing in this beard. And that's why you should go see Jared yes. in Berlin, London, Oslo. I've said it so many times that you've memorized it. Um, I'm trying to remember. Dublin. Dublin. Belfast. Belfast. Copenhagen. Copenhagen. Amsterdam. Amsterdam. That's it. Okay. And come see the U Up live show in um, Chicago, which is coming up in just a few weeks. Get those tickets for Chicago. Uh, uh, is it the most single city in America? Why did we say that on the... We did? Apparently on the like promotion slide, it said most single city in America, Chicago, Illinois. Maddie, and I got all yourself. these responses being like, uh, is it real? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't work here. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I own the place, right? I did not make that copy okay. i assume whoever did research it fired I'm it's specifically said the buck. chicago versus miami so i don't know if it's the most did it say the most single i'm googling now it says something about their singledom as for women the most singles are living in buffalo new york buffalo new york uh Good. that's what Fuck it says that for town women. too the france of the united states <laughs> i don't think anyone would buffalo call buffalo too. new york the france of the united states <laughs> i would for annoying <laughs> yeah i don't know I'll, I'll uh, double check that statistic with Taylor and see where that came from. <laughs> okay, we're okay. going to have to check. We're going to do a little check. But no, listen, I love Chicago. I think it's a great town to be single in. Young, fun, bars, food, people. The summer in Chicago, no better summer great. spot. Yeah. That one week they got. Perfect summer, temp. Perfect temp. They got that Navy Beach. It's a great town. Good Chicago, place. Boston, D.C., Philly, New York. We're doing a U Up Live. The U Up Live is such a fantastic show. And listen, if you want to know what a U Up Live looks like, go to our YouTube page. We have a full show on yes, there. Yes, you can get a little sampler. But the energy, you're not even going to get the same energy as you get when you're in the room oh, in with the your room. red flag or deal breaker paddle, right. sipping your faux pas. It's going to be the best day. Just Amazing. imagine it. Imagine it. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Okay. Yeah. And feel the wind in your hair. Take a sip of that faux pas. It tastes good. Delicious. Now listen to the screams from the stage. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they don't sound like that. I hope that it's a little weird. more energy that than that. That was weird. <laughs> That's just going to be the scream Jordana, for me. Jordana um, just did a, a seagull, yeah, I think. I sounded that, like yeah. I just got shot. Right. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm dying. So. Um. Yeah, it's going to be great. And if you want to come on stage with us, or Ooh. perhaps you want to nominate a friend to come on stage with us for one of our segments, we have a deal reveal segment, right. Awkward Sex. Nami a pal. Yeah, just a general email, um, what, dating app makeover. Email us at uup at betches.com. And in the subject, write which show you're coming to right. and which segment you're applying for. When it's in the room, when people in the room have the questions, that is the best shows we have. So especially for our opening email, like if you have like a real situation you're going through, I, I love if we could start the show with you, that'd yeah. be great. So if it's a general question, yes. Dating app makeover, yes. Deal reveal, 
Yes. So we do it all. We do it all. Just title it uh, You Up Live Submission. Let's get to the email. Let's do it. Let's jump right in. Jump right in. Okay. Eight minutes in. Well, look at this is a jump right in moment. We got a thumbs Perfect up. Perfect amount of time. Right. Jorge gave us a, a thumbs up on jumps right well, in. We've recently learned it's not, we really can't jump right in. We need, we need. A little intro. We need some intro, it's a not a lot. Sauce. It's, it's a, that's right. That is a it's a sweet spot. Any okay. thoughts on Nozempic? Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gobi, what is the other competitor? Is there another one? I think I've never knew. So I, like I just find it so shocking that everyone knows like about these like diabetes drug names that no one would have cared about before. Well, I mean the commercials they were just on. Yeah, and then I think all they're this, on for a while, right? No, I've seen. The, the idea that like I recognize the name Ozempic because like it plays during like sixty minutes. Oh yeah, it does. Like, Jorge and Maddie are laughing at us that we're actually getting back into this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we can't help ourselves. No, I. It is something you like. There are names like I don't understand why we have commercials for drugs. Drugs. Ask your doctor Dur- about yeah. Cialis. Right. <laughs> why would I need to know that? But I guess you I ask guess, your doctor. I guess that's sort of like if you're not someone who's like researching all your ailments constantly, like a one of us neurotic Jews. Right. Maybe you're kind of like, oh, I kind of have that depression. Maybe I should I, ask my doctor about Zoloft. <laughs> Zoloft. Ask your doctor. Yeah, I don't. It's really. Sometimes it feels like we're pawns. They must do something because they, you know, they run. They've been running them for years. Listen, the people don't spend money for no reason. That's true. That's right. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles set. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. 
Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. You want me to read the email? I do. Okay, deal reveal. Where did these texts go wrong? Let's find out. Jordana and Jared, all the feathers. Someone asked me what feather means. We got every every few months we need to do a a little explanation of feathers for the the new people here. I'll explain it. It's from my podcast, the J Train podcast. I used to thank people for sharing the podcast in the way that we talk about it here. Share, share, share. Rate, review, and subscribe. Haven't asked that in a while. Now we're asking. Rate, review, subscribe, yes. share with a friend, send to the group chat. These are all kind of devices to remind you, hey, we'd love some payment for this quality program we put out there. A form of payment on the internet is sharing. Sharing, reviewing, subscribing. So people would tag me as their Instagram stories with the podcast. And I used to say, when someone share, makes it their Instagram stories, I think that's a very powerful way to share the show because it's a non- invasive way it's kind of a passive way to show share the show so like and everyone's looking at your instagram stories and everyone sees everything but everyone doesn't care right there's a there's an element of watching stories where you like watching but you don't care but you see something tagged you go what's this thing that's tagged that i don't know about because you want to know about it you're curious right so when you share the you up podcast as your instagram story people look at it and they're we're likely to maybe get a listener from that so i say when people make their the that their instagram stories it felt as good as them taking a feather and feathering my nuts. Right. And I used to do these long-winded explanations of I was walking through a dewy meadow and I'm a meditation, naked. if you will. A meditation, right. Okay. And we used to play like, all right, can you play some background dewy meadow? Do you have some here? Oh, that's not. <laughs> He's like, get to the email. <laughs> So that might work. Put on that one. That's making me quite anxious. Right, that is a little anxiety. Yeah, that's it. There you go. So I'm walking. I'm walking. Kind of sounds like there's a rodent. It's a little rodent-y, but it's it'll work. Okay. Okay. So when you guys make it your Instagram story, it's as if I'm walking through a dewy meadow. I'm completely naked, and you and I'm walking through, and you are a little fairy holding a feather, and. I squat down and you take that feather and you go from, you fly it from my anus to the end of my penis and back and forth and up the seam of the nuts and down the seam of the nuts. And that's what it feels like when you guys share it as your Instagram story. Well, I'm getting visuals more of a hamster wheel. But But does that make, so that's what feather feather has become. From Yeah, and now you know. Now you know. You didn't know, now you know. Now you know. You sharing the podcast feels as good as you 
miniaturized as a flying fairy feathering my nuts. And reviewing and subscribing. Yes, that helps. Because Jordana loves reading the I read them all. It's my favorite activity. Okay, Okay. so here we go. I recently met a girl and went on several great dates, some intimacy, but never slept together. We had dinners, coffees, went on a hike, which I love doing, and thought that could be a thing we do together. A bit of background. I'm a 36-year-old male, divorced for five years now, and she is 34, female, and never married. After seeing each other a few times in early February, per the advice of the podcast, I couldn't ignore it was Valentine's Day. So we had dinner and went back to her place. We had fun, fooled around a bit, but she made it clear she wasn't ready to have sex with me. I was totally cool with that because we both have we both have to be emotionally and mentally in the same place at the same time the next day I knew I really liked her and I dropped an admittedly premature bomb of let's be exclusive to which she laughed off as did I to make it seem like I was making a funny (laughs) got her yeah got us I guess Um, but I really did like this girl I called a few times over the next two days to just chat And then she said we needed to talk about our communication styles. We had a great talk about how my amount of calls felt invasive to her. Why is that a great talk? Yeah. (laughs) We had a wonderful talk about how I'm smothering her to death. (laughs) I totally apologize and agreed to uh, to just hit her by text. And she could call when she was free. I felt like things were resetted a bit. But about how she wanted to take things slow. Again, I really liked her, so I was totally cool with that. We saw each other a few more times after that. For sure, a different energy, slower pace, no physical intimacy, which I was okay with. After the last time we saw each other, we agreed to have dinner on Friday, but by Tuesday, she called and told me she was having issues sleeping, anxiety, and said that it was done. She wasn't or didn't seem angry at all, but more than a a few times said I was a good guy, quote-unquote. I've gotten this moniker of quote unquote good guy so many times over the years and I'm starting to get pissed. Good guy go bad. (laughs) (laughs) So so many people I know want to meet a good guy. Then I keep getting told, hey, you want to be in a relationship too fast, but you're a good guy. I do. Do I have to find the inner asshole or douche in me to find a great woman? What's wrong with just telling someone you like them when you know you do? Especially when I am in my late 30s and don't want to fuck around anymore. Thanks for all you do. The quote unquote guy who is starting to hate being quote unquote good. Fabulous email. Amazing email. So relatable. Totally relatable. You see this all the time. And I feel like this is a recurring theme from the male emails that we get where it's like woman keeps saying they just want a guy who's responsive and consistent and likes them and and keeps asking them out. And then when when we do, they're like, I want actually no. Right. Right. Turned off. Get the ick. Get the ick. Yeah. yeah, You you came on too strong. And And this reminds me of another conversation that we've had lately about. Mm -hmm sort of a level of game, I don't want to call it game playing, because mm-hmm. we always we always advise against game playing, right? Right. But the other side of that is, is that if you tell someone that you're, like, we w- in a normal scenario, we would say, this sounds like a little bit like a reveal, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? When he says, let's be exclusive, just kidding. Um, <laughs> but there- Who would want to be exclusive at 35? <laughs> <laughs> But there is another level to it where it's right. like, um, Bec- if you are, if you do your reveal too soon, is that a turnoff? Is there a certain amount of like playing it cool 
that is necessary. Or if someone says, I want to be exclusive or I like you after a few dates or something like that, is that playing your cards too soon? Or if it's right, does it not even matter? Right. And I think both can be true. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, this is a problem for him because he says it's happening a lot. Right. It's not just one person. I think if it was one person, I would go, she wasn't India. And I can understand like from her side of things, I kind of understand her thought process. This is a great guy. Yeah. I I really, I want to like him. I want to like him. That's why it went as long as it went. Right. I've had that. And that's the difference. I think I don't, I think men are less prone to, I want to, I want to make this work. I'll say, I'll say I have had this. Okay. In my older age. I would love this to work. I want the, there, it, the the response of anxiety, uh, sleeplessness, um, and is something I relate to from her end. Right. Where I have felt almost depressed going out with some with with people who I'm like, boom, 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 like all these things on a list right. that someone will go. Fantastic! Like what? What an opportunity! And going, why aren't I fucking there? Right. Well, so it is. I'm saying from her end. Uh, uh, there's. I understand her side as well. Like yeah. I felt that also. Um, I guess to ask you the question is someone who's I guess who's felt it also. Do you feel like if the other person with more withholding, they were the same exact person, just less outrightly into you? You would be more into that. I I think I would let it go longer. I don't think I would be. I think, especially for this, you know, they go on a few dates, they go on. A, and I'm, I don't think she was questioning this as late into the game as he was getting questions. How so? Like, he says in the beginning, everything's great. Well, the beginning, everything's great because like no one, there's no stakes. Anything. Yeah. No one owes anything, anyone, anything. Right. And you go, no one owes anything. So yeah. yeah, zero stakes. We're going out. We're having drinks. I say these things. You say these things. We get to know each other. Great. Good. Wonderful. Then they say, let's go on a hike. He goes, I love a hike. This is something we could do together. And she's like, should I go on the hike? Uh, he checks a lot of boxes. Right. And then uh, I like him. Well, the way you're saying it seems like the answer is much clearer. Right. I guess that's to, that's to give her the benefit of like, or not the, maybe not the benefit of, because my question is like, let's say she was really into him and then just turned off by his being too into her. It's a different story than she's kind of been on the fence the whole time. Right. I don't, I think she's been on the fence the whole time. Okay. That's, that's where it's possible. That, yeah. I, I think there's versions. I, I, but I think what you're getting at is an important thing too. But I think there's versions of it. I know that I've gone on a first date, been like, it was fun. And then I'm like, go on the second. Right. Go. And your friends tell you, you tell me, go. Yeah. Just go, enjoy. Yeah. And you go on the second, you go, that was fun. It was great. Go, enjoy. And then the physical stuff comes up and she pulls back. Right. She pulls back on the physical because she's going, I'm going, but I'm going because right. I, I, my friends and the little check. I'm the not box. sure if I'm. In, well, this is the thing that women do that mo- that men don't do is they'll pull back because they're like, I'm not sure I'm attracted. Right. I'm not sure. Right. And I think she was never yeah. sure. That's very possible. The, the physical, yeah. but I'm saying it's yeah. Th- this this scenario, like 
the physical to me like the physical stuff not happening kind of tells the tale of like I'm going on these because I'm just uh, great on paper not getting that ushy mushy feeling in my stomach right that I can't explain I'm getting mad at myself because now I'm so many dates in and then she goes we had, he goes we had to talk about the calls they felt invasive so she thinks maybe if I get them to change a little bit with the calls. I'll be different. Right. Maybe if he withholds a little bit. Right. I guess the minute you're asking someone to withhold from you, is the you're minute. not really interested in them. Right. And she's yeah. trying to find the perfect recipe to be with a great guy. Yeah. And I don't think her, and so, but I think like. I mean, she she's the only one, we, she didn't write in and we don't know her feelings, mm -hmm. but I guess the question is for her, is she the kind of person who was only interested in people who are withholding? That's a possibility. There's many people out there, men and women, mm -hmm. who are more attracted to people who are holding back from them. So, agreed. I, I see a lot of myself and her in this scenario. Okay. Um, I've been in this situation, especially, you know, when he writes, I'm 35, uh, when I'm in my late 30s and don't want to fuck around anymore. Yeah, that, that also, I relate to that too. Like, I, I we in the, in the stand-up special, I talk about like 38 and single, you're done with level one dating. Right. Like you want to get to the hike. You want to get, you know what you like to do. You just want to bring someone into that. And you don't want to do the the interviewee first date. You want to be comfortable right away. You know what you're looking yeah. for. And, you don't want to go back to step one. Right. And he's like, I think that he's, when you're that guy and they're going, well, they, a lot on paper, they're not ready to do that. So that's why he's getting a lot of like, you're a good guy because they're going, yeah, I should want to do all those things. Right. Because technically you are what I'm looking for, but right. I don't really feel not. that thing. But I guess, but I'm saying like he's, he might get, he just might just be getting rejected. I don't think he's doing anything wrong by being the guy who, I think he shouldn't change. Like this is who he is. He's looking for something serious and he's looking, and he liked her and he was ready to go there. I think by doing that reveal and scaring her off, he's doing a good thing for himself. Right. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. 
Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You know, the other thing that you brought up, though, is like, what's a game he could play? I think there's like, there is a game to play. That okay. he's not kind of doing that we talked about. Well, what, yeah. Well, what's the game? I think and the, is it okay to play games under certain scenarios? There's our title. Right. I think it is. I think it, I think it's okay. I think the one thing you do when you care a lot is you you call. Let's do this. Let's do that. You start trying to fill up the calendar. You're like, fuck! I got one that's so great. We should hike. We should yeah. brunch. We should walk. We should date. You want to go hard? Trip, yeah. We should Europe. We should. I, I meet caught the parents. One. Yeah. I got one. Let's go all in. And you kind of squeeze it to death. Yeah. And I think, and then you go, oh, they're getting away. Let me name it. Let me so I, it even harder. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think to me, it's like, it goes back to the sales thing. I think acting as if. Like, I think the be- I, to me, the things I want to be included on are the things that are already happening without, with or without me. Okay. I think that's a more, I think Give when you go. an example of that. You and I should go to Europe is different than I'm going to Europe. Okay. In June. And just having right. that out there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Europe is strong. But okay. like I'm go I go to the park on Saturdays. Right. We should go to the park on Saturdays. Is you're saying it, too much? I think a little more I think it's a different way to say it. I well, think it's, it's like, a different presentation. I, think what, I see what you're saying. So like, I'm going to this party on Saturday night if you want to meet would, me there. I'd love it if cool. you came and yeah. joined. But I'm going regardless. But as I'm opposed going. to, do you want to, should should we go to this party on Saturday? Right. Implies, I guess, I guess that's, that's a, I guess that's a low form, socially acceptable level of, of game playing. Right. I, and it's and not it, gendered. It's not gendered. Yeah. And it's this thing of like, I have my own life. I want someone to be a part of my own life. I'm inviting you into it. Right. And I think with him, it's like, I don't know exactly well, what he's doing. I, I think this is a, to me, this is a strategy of calming yourself down. Right. I agree with you in terms of that. He seems a little anxious. Right. Right. He seems like, especially if he's getting this a lot, like you said, there's a pattern where he's maybe coming on very strong, very quickly, perhaps without the real necessary intimacy to get to that level. Like he mentioned like you, Valentine's Day. Right. Like you said, like he's trying to, perhaps artificially lock someone in right. when and, they're not really there yet. And that doesn't really feel great from the other end. Yeah. You go, oh, fuck, this person really likes me. They're trying to get me to do this with them. I can't agree to that yeah. because that says something else about what I think of them. And the thing about this, though, is it's not even about her. No. This guy's doing this with a lot of people. So right. it almost like cheapens what he's doing anyway. It's not like he's like... I rarely feel this way and I want to lock if he's if he's getting told by multiple people that he's 
a good guy, but there's nothing there. Maybe he needs to be more discerning in who he's looking for or like wait for there to be a real actual mutual two-way connection before trying to lock it in. And right. You're right. And a real event that you have coming up that you want to have someone there with you. Yeah. Like if you're going to like, you know, John Mayer and you're going with a few friends and one of the friends drops out and you go, I have actually have an extra ticket. That's a great memory moment for you both rather than John Mayer's coming to town. Two months. Right. Let's I'm lock getting, that in. Yes. Are you, you know? waiting about? <laughs> and it, also they're 35. You know, he says he's 35. I'm 38. Millennials yeah. fucking hate. Be, you know, we, we tap us. We want to try. We don't want no commitment. You, you're kind of playing to the generation too. When you're like, yeah. I'm like, doing this. You can join me. And, and I would like for you to be there, but I don't need you to be there. Yeah. And to defend him, I do understand, like, he's, he is, like, I'm 36. I'm not really looking to, like, play the game or fuck Like, no. I'm actually looking to, like, meet someone and get married and... He's not again, wrong. And, right. <laughs> and do this thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't think he needs to act like... He thinks he's saying he needs to act like an asshole um, or be, like, rude to people in order to get that. No, no, I think it's just more, like, maybe making it... Uh, less of his life taking a little bit of the pressure off of it which i think can cause people to like become a little smothering or become a little bit too much too soon right is when they they're over they're putting they're overextending themselves in this one area of their life so instead right. of it being like 20 percent of their life is like dating and going out with people it's like 60 and so they like feel so much anxiety about it so they try to like lock it in right as opposed to having that casual thing with it where it's like we're going to go out. I'm going to, if I meet someone, it's great. And if we're, if we're having a good time, I don't need to like feel so anxious that I need to close it in immediately in order to feel okay. It's funny. I like, I need more of him and he needs more of me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I right. need, when I was dating, I was more like him and I right. was like wishing if I, if I, in my mind, if I could go back, I would do it more like, more like you. Right. Yeah. And then listen, these are all our issues. You know, like yeah. there's no perfect person out there. But it's like, if he could do a little bit more of like, like, cause how many times have I been, we had an episode where I'm, I went for coffee with that, with a woman. Remember we, right. uh, we talked about it and the coffee date was like, she wants, she was really into the coffee date. She was she like, thought, this she is, thought, thought it was a lot more than it was. Right. And I'm just like getting coffee with someone right. I like, you know, well, and the thing. I think she, he needs, and I need to make more the, we should go on the hike. I would never, but <laughs> Whatever your like, version, yeah, you should go for coffee. Right, or we, yeah, we put, should eat too much more Chinese food. It. I need to put more weight into it, and also do less of. Yeah, if you want to join me for some hike, because that is saying something, right? You and know, what I, yeah, and if you're self aware about how exactly how much effort and how much weight you're put percent weight of your life you're putting on that thing, yeah, then I think you could probably adjust the handles a little bit etch away at, at, you know, how, how much pressure you're putting on that, which I think takes the pressure off of everyone. When one person puts a, it's like, you know, anyone ever walk into a store or feel like a salesperson is just like desperate for the sale. You're like, I've got to get out of here. Like this makes me want to buy this thing less because you seem like so intense about making sure that I buy it. Well, to back to the, the, to the sale metaphor, to this kind of game that we're presenting, if you need anything, I'm over here. Right. It's totally different than 
What are you looking for? Right. It's oh, different. Check. Right. Oh, try this one on and make sure uh, that looks great. Like when you can tell when someone's like overdoing it, like doing whatever they can to close the deal. I was at a store the other day. This woman comes up to me. She goes, what are you looking for? I go, I just walked, I just wandered in. And she goes, these, I go, do you have men's stuff? That's what I'll ask. She goes, oh my God, it's all over here. Brings me over. She goes, these are great. These are all like our signature thing. What size and, are you? I'll get what, them for you. Right. Them in the back. And right. so she yeah. goes, you probably be an XL. You probably be this. And I go, okay, go. So I, I go, is there a place to try it? And she goes, go in the back. She brings it over. And I I felt like when I didn't want it, I had to apologize to her. Right. It makes you want to never come back to the store. Ever in my yeah. life. And and I I was like I'm sorry I made you go and do this I made right. you do she goes it's my job and he's probably thinking the same thing uh, well what are you apologizing for I love going hiking I wanted you to come with it it's my job you know like I and you go I don't want to make you do anything I right. want to feel like I'm getting to know you while also like this low stakes Most, right right it's not like it's so much pressure I have been on dates where this kind of happens in. Where they go, you you'll get a message sent to you, and you have to deal with the message. Okay, this is kind of what we were talking about, where it's like, you know, you'll be on a date, and they'll go, you know, I like you, and you're like, fuck. This next date, there's pressure on it, right? You know, it's a in, and it's like I'm not saying to hold back. That's how you feel, but I'm. That's why I'm like, it'll end earlier. Like this, this woman, the talk was a prelude to the ending. Yeah. The but I do call me less. Yeah. Was I them, agree. you know. And I think if it is this like one in a million really special connection, maybe that's the exception. When it works, it's easy. Yeah. You know, you go, well, I didn't everything right. go that way. Yeah. Well, because you weren't the match. And it rarely just happens immediately. Absolutely. Right. Never. Very yeah. rarely. From both sides. Sometimes both sides are on the same page five minutes in, week later, different pages. Yeah. It thing. happens that way too. Nature of dating. That's it. But good thing we're here to solve it. Yes. Good luck. I like this guy. I, don't be a dick. No. No, you're doing it people, right. I hate when guys come to that conclusion. Right. I'm no, too no. nice. I, I treat them worse. They'll like me more. It's like, that's not really, that's not the answer. No, the answer is, I think if he shifts it even a little, Take it's going to be- Take some pressure a, off of it. Right. It's about the pressure, not about the way you're acting as too nice. I'm here if you need any help. Yeah. Such a di- that's such like a perfect metaphor though the person here, helping yeah. in the clothing store. I'm there. Right. And here's the thing, we all know ourselves better than other people, right? Right. So we all know our own tendencies. If he's like my tendency is to maybe overdo it a little early mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. in dating, it's okay to be like again, I'm not like withholding to play the game to have you chase me, but like maybe if I have an urge to call you three times in one day, I could say if I've gotten this feedback a lot, maybe I just call you once. Maybe I text you. Right. Maybe I text or maybe I save it for the plan that you'll go on. Hey, I'm actually out in the park. I'm having a coffee. You want to come meet me? Yeah. That And he knows, that's what I'm saying. He knows himself. If he's getting this feedback a lot, that might be, he might want to just pull back a little bit just for self-awareness sake. The problem with men, and I hear it from, you know, I'll, 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 I'll hear your brother. Right. Is like. There's not a lot of people to call, you know, like, to you know, like, advice, like, yeah. like a lot of men. Well, for women, you're not getting the straight answer anyway. No, no man. No one's going to tell you that you're, you know, being extremely clingy. <laughs> right. But but I'm saying like you even he's probably a little lonely. He's 35 mm-hmm. divorced. His friends are all married. Right. No who's he going to. So he's got this woman here who's listening to him. He likes her. Right. Well, we're here for you. Yeah. Give us a call. We have a voicemail. Yeah. You can just keep leaving voicemails. 
We we gave the number up. <laughs> but I'm saying self awareness and changing. Like I don't think anyone should change who they are. Because mm. I don't. But I don't think just tweaking your behavior is changing your fundamental personality. You're again, you shouldn't be an no. asshole. But you're not an asshole if you if you don't call someone three times in one day, right? And they don't pick up, and then you keep calling. You're not an like, asshole if you instead of saying we should do a coffee date on Saturday, you say I'm out walking with some coffee. If you want to come meet me at the West Side Highway, right? That's not an asshole. That's no. just someone who's taking it back a notch. Right. I think male, female, this I think is a good strategy for Either all. One. Yeah, for yeah. me too. I mean, for me, I had the opposite issue where I was like afraid to initiate any contact. Mm. But then it's like, if I look inside myself and I'm self-aware, it's like, I could use I could use showing someone more into them. Right. Maybe in a more, nat- like in the other way. So it's mm-hmm. like, Usually giving a little in the other direction, you th- in your mind, you're like, he's in his mind, he's like, oh, if I don't text her one day, I'm going to, she's going to think I'm an asshole. But it's like, if you're fundamentally not that person, it's no one's ever really going to think that. Absolutely. We did it. We solved dating again. So proud of us. Keep sending your emails, UUP at Betches.com. Uh, keep feathering our nuts with um, hamster sharing. Wheels. Hamster wheels. Yes. Uh, sharing. Uh, make your Instagram story. <laughs> yeah, there's the hamster wheel. <laughs> it sounds like that, right? It does. Yeah. It sounds like a like a creaky, yeah. you know, no oil can. Um, so lovely. That's right. And listen, we love a Sunday special. Thirty six minutes. Share, share, share. Let a friend know. Yes, we'll be back on Wednesday. Bye. Boom. The U Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at u.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.